Girl! Slay the house down boots, mama. Now that was a bad choice. Right. No, 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 no. Don't try to change the subject. Spill the tea. Okay, but what was she expecting? Well, that bitch is crazy. Honestly, Papa, we should have talked first. Can you blame she her? She should probably drink a little less. Literally. Well, let's get into it then. It's time to spill the tea with Damon B. Hey everyone, and welcome to Spill the Tea with Damon B. I have a brand new guest today, and the topic is competitiveness slash board games. And we're about to get into it, so don't flip your tables. It's Jessica. Hi. <laughs> so I have known Jessica for a while since like the start of my university journey. Uh, she was super amazing. Mm -hmm. um, she came up to me because I looked like I was about to throw up. Uh, that's how we met. Mm -hmm. um, and we've just <laughs> been best friends ever since. So thanks. So yes, nothing brings people together other than stomach issues. Like it's the way to start any good friendship. Exactly. Um, I think that's how most of my friendships actually started. So I'm, I'm glad <laughs> you brought that up. Uh, so thanks so much for being here, Jessica. Um, I know you're a super competitive person. So let's get into it with what is your favorite board game? Okay. So I've been thinking about this like all week. Um, my favorite board game is probably ticket to ride which is like a train card building game where you have to like put trains down and like block other people's routes and like complete your routes around like a map um but i also really like it's not my favorite but i really like uno okay so i just um, sent you that video <laughs> yesterday of uno and in the video there's a swap hands card and Jessica was like, wait a minute, there's a swap hands card. So how did you not know about this? I have never played card? with this swap hands card. I don't like this. This plus four is as cutthroat as I get. Like, I don't even lie when I change the color for plus four. Like, I am a <laughs> honest but competitive gamer. Mm. Um, I just like Uno because I like how quickly the like tables can turn. Um, I like that feeling of being angry all the time. Um my husband has played it with me by ourselves through the pandemic and it's like not a relationship builder i would say no um <laughs> but i've enjoyed it so i just I, I need to play with more people so that i get less angry within my marriage but otherwise i like it for like the versatility and similarly going back to take a tread i like it because like it can change at a moment um, I like, I think I like games that like, you can't see who's winning from like an hour out. Like I get really frustrated if I'm like, Oh, well I've lost and there's nothing I can do for the next 90 minutes. <laughs> so two things. One, thank God you don't have the swap hands card because your marriage would be over. <laughs> so, um, because let me tell you divorce is expensive that is a game changer because you can be in that mentality of like oh i'm gonna lose like oh this they're down to their last card and they go uno and you got like 12 cards in your hand and you pick up the swap hands card and you're like, boom motherfucker 
<laughs> you just swap hands. It's dangerous. Like, is this only in new Uno versions? Is this like an out of country thing where they're like, <laughs> I like to start wars. Um, this is where is going to be a most appropriate. Um, I don't think it's brand new. I think I played it like four years ago. I think that's when <laughs> it was in residence. Actually, when I was in residence, uh, I was taught this game of Uno. Okay, well, I have the friendly version, I guess. Yeah, the friendly version. The less um, divorce game. <laughs> um, yeah, the bring people together, only pick up plus four. Yeah, change color when you need it. There we go. And for Ticket to Ride, um, I just recently learned about this game. I went on a date two months ago to a board game cafe, and we picked out this game. We're not okay. together now, so... and. It's because I won by a lot of points, I'm assuming. Um, I'm very competitive, so maybe I should stay away from board game cafes for the first day. But uh, I was like... <laughs> Could you go and do like cooperative games? Cooperative games? Okay, give me an example. Okay, well like <laughs> ones where you have to like be on the same team. Oh no, because let me tell you, when I play charade, or like, I don't know if you heard of Ellen's like phone game where you put it on the head and you have to yes. give clues. Yeah, love that. At Christmas time, I play with my family and it gets heated. I'm just like, you're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving the best hands. Like, if it was Cinderella, I'd be like, oh, she was left behind. Had to be home before midnight. Like, you know. And they're like, uh... Uh, and I was like, pumpkin carrots, she had like Gus Gus, uh, like the mice, and I'm like, ah, uh, ah, uh, and I'm like. Who knows the names of the mice, though? That's so niche. You haven't mentioned a glass slipper yet. Okay, well, clearly we're not going to be partners <laughs> in this game. I thought the home before midnight was like clear enough, but. No, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. That's a good clue. Right? Like fairy godmother, yeah. like hot prince, hot prince, mean people. Yeah. yeah play. <laughs> no, I play. Um, have you played Taboo? I love Taboo. Yes. Love Taboo. Love Catchphrase. That's also one of my favorite games. And I am the same way. I'm like, how did you not get this? They're like, I don't know. I just didn't know what a donut was. <laughs> You're like, in what culture do you not know what a donut is? It's a donut. I feel like I'm a great clue giver because for donut, I'll be like, Tim Hortons. Like, they're known for this. Like, you know, stuff like that. And they're just like, uh uh sandwiches and i'm like i didn't say fucking subway a <laughs> <laughs> uh, hockey player from ancient times yeah, uh i know they did justin bieber like no <laughs> <laughs> what, what did he have the the beeb nuts i uh, know that's not right beeb tim, nuts? Tim, beebs? Yeah, tim. <laughs> tim beebs tim beebs yeah. <laughs> No, they did serve beep nuts at one time. And let me tell you, roasted on an open fire. <laughs> they were hotcakes. They, were... <laughs> they sold too fast. <laughs> they had to shut it down. Bailey got all involved yeah. and she was like, I can't have these all over the world. And there was a lawsuit, but it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> Scooter Braun got involved and we know how that goes yeah. based on the T-Swift. <laughs> so. So, yeah, no, I'm not a very... Like, if I'm on teams, we're playing to win. and Yeah, okay. So this goes back to teams then. Like, who, like, are you strategic about how you make your teams? 100%. Because 
Okay. Okay, so it's Christmas time, family gathering. I'm not picking my mom because she has a seven second delay before the words hit her brain <laughs> and has time to process. So she's already out. My grandma, love her, but she's not big on like what's in the now. So can't pick her. My Aunt Mimi, crazy cuckoo cunt. She's on drugs and she's on my wavelength. Picking her. Let's go. <laughs> Um, (laughs) So then you leave your mom and your grandma to fend for themselves on a team? Let me tell you, we trailblaze it. We're like 11 to 7. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The delay is real, though. I totally get what you're saying, where it's just like, um, okay. You know when you go to Walmart, like, that's a full clue that someone's aunt has given me. And they're like, and you're greeted and then and like the word will be like 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 cashew butter and you're like i don't understand how this is related to going to walmart specifically and it's like well it's where i buy my my cashew butter yeah I'm like, how would i know that detail about your how life how would i know that <laughs> everyone knows who married angelina jolie no one knows where you like cameron buy your freaking nut butter yeah and she's like it's an aisle eight it's next to the <laughs> almonds. I'm like, <laughs> um, Manager Tom knows me, and he knows that I can't reach the top shelf. And you're like, we are on a clock. We are the, it is ticking down. <laughs> um, and then it's always strategy of like how fast you hand off the catchphrase like thing. Oh the, yeah. The the button thing, and then you like try to draw it out, and you're like, I know you are trying to fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> I can see you being like, like, you can see that the word is like, I don't know, like frozen. And you're like, um, gosh, how do I do this? Yeah. And it's like, down. no, you can hear the tick, tick, yeah. ticking. Like, just say the Disney movie and go. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. Yeah. <laughs> Let it go, Jessica. Let it go. <laughs> so good. Okay. <laughs> oh, and then you get it and then it beeps and you yeah. want to murder that person. Murder is on the table. Let me tell you, if 100%, I would want to throw hands. There's points where I have to breathe and walk away. Like you will hear me sigh, <laughs> like just a, and walk away. You're like, these people have raised me. Yeah. I still love them. And the thing is, they'll be like, Damon, it's just a game. And I'm like, I didn't yell at anybody. I didn't scream. I'm not heated right now, even though I am. But I breathed and walked away. Fully weeping. I breathe and walk away. So if that's not telling them I'm handling it, I don't know what is. (laughs) (laughs) That is healthy, you know, self-reflection. You're not taking it out on anyone. Like a lot of people could learn from that. Yes. Okay. And this leads me to my next question. How did you become so competitive? So uh, I'm an only child. Same. So that sounds like it shouldn't have led to competitiveness. Cause like, who am I competing against myself? Um, but when I was like 11 or 12, my parents, I think as a way to motivate me further in school, were like, Hey, we just picked up your imaginary sister Andromeda. What? <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I remember we were like out for burgers at a restaurant in Winnipeg and they were like, yeah, you're, yeah, she she just came back from, like, camp or something. I can't remember. And she's doing really well in her classes. And I was like, 
okay, but she's not real. Like, I don't have a sister. Uh, and this continued until I was, like, 25. In that, like, anytime, not in, like, a we- a mean way, but there were some times where they were like, oh, you got, you got 95 on that test. I think Andromeda might have gotten 96. And I was like, come on. And then as I got older and, like, ideally more mature, I don't know if that's true, uh, they started just, like, making jokes about it instead of being, like, weird about it. But, like, I think that did something to me. So I have a question. Where are their bodies? Because I know I would be killing them. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back, I don't think they were as malicious as I'm making it sound. But they would say, like, oh, they just started, like, like doing this fun activity. And I was like, well, I don't want to do that. I have to study because I have to beat them. Because <laughs> I have to beat my imaginary sister <laughs> who always appears from yeah, camp. Yeah, so that's... <laughs> Yeah, 100%. So that was one big thing. And then I think part of why I'm so competitive is because I think that the game that I'm playing is a direct reflection of who I am as a person and how well I'm doing in life. Oh, okay. That... Um, Should I see someone? Yes. (laughs) Maybe. I'm just going to tell you, don't play the board game called Life because that might just... I don't know how that's gonna go together. <laughs> I played the like CD-ROM version that you get in cereal. Oh, okay. <laughs> and... and I loved it. Um, but anytime I didn't like finish with a like a husband or some kids, I was like, what is the point of what I'm doing here? No one wants to be with me, even though I have a great career. So <laughs> You're like, we need to pause. I need to get you a BetterHelp subscription. Yeah, a BetterHelp. Yeah, I know, right? Um, you can use the promo It's not code. sponsored, but yeah. they should be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, well, <coughs> I don't know how to respond to that because I'm just going to move on. <laughs> I'm just what makes you so competitive? Oh, it was my mother, 100%. My mom, she's already competitive. And when she put me in sports, I was a Timbit when I was younger. So I played on the Tim Hortons soccer team for youth. Like, I want to say I was six, maybe six at the time. Yeah. I'm running with the ball and the other team's like running beside me and she falls down. So I stopped running with the ball to help her up. And all the parents on the sideline go, oh, oh my God. And then there's my mother saying, what are you doing? Like, (laughs) and then I'd get lectures in the car about my performance um, and how I could improve. So sportsmanship doesn't matter when you're going for the gold. I learned that at a very young age. (laughs) Um, I've also played Euchre since I was five. Um. Which is actually, like, a pretty hard game to learn, um, but I... I just learned during the pandemic. And did you find it, like, easy to learn it, or was it... I've, the the strategy, I'm still, like, trying to figure out, um, and also, like, how to read your partner. See, oh, and see, people will start to be a little cheaty, because I played this summer with some uh, friends at the cottage, and... Uh, I noticed um, <clears throat> when it's their partner's turn to pick up the card or not pick up the card. Um, so I don't know. 
I I call them out and be like, oh, what was that? What was that? Unless you've established, like, house rules of, like, certain things for a game. Like, that's why it's dangerous to play these types of games with people is you're like, what did you grow up doing? Like, what random rule did you add to Uno that is just absolute garbage Mm. that that you are trying to pull off on me? Like, are you putting all the plus twos down? Because technically in the rules, that's not allowed. See, okay, when you play Uno... Are you allowed to stack mm-hmm. if there's more than one person? So if it gets to you, someone just played a plus two. If you play a plus two on top of that, no. See, I play where it just Mm-mm. keeps going until that one person that doesn't have a plus two has to pick up how many twos. That is how I play Crazy Eights. <clears throat> oh, okay. So it's different, Crazy Eights from Uno. <laughs> it's different. Because I read the rules for Uno and I was like, I'm a rule follower. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a rule follower in life, but not when it comes to board games. <laughs> I make my own rules. <laughs> you're like, look both ways to cross the street. Oh, it's red and flashing. I shouldn't go. And then you're like, stacking. Hell yeah, bitch. <laughs> I'll wink at you if I want you to pick up that card. See, I won't do that. I think I play fairly when it comes to stuff like that. I'm not trying to edge it out. I just, I'm a very strategic person. So like, games of chess settlers of Catan. that's that's my game like Mm. do you like do you win that almost every time you play yes (laughs) but here's the thing people will trade with anyone but you and those are the games i don't count because (laughs) i'm like okay this isn't fair you'll trade three bricks for one wheat (laughs) for this other person but i'm offering you a sheep, an ore, a brick, a wheat, and like to build cities or houses for that one wheat. And you're yeah, like, yeah. Because it's you, no. <laughs> that's that's kind of how I treat my husband sometimes in games. Is like I just assume because I know that he's like he's very smart, he's very strategic, um, he's like very supportive of his teammates. That I'm like I can't give you anything because I know you'll just run away with it. Yeah. And then he, like, loses. And then I was like, I don't know what happened. And he'll be like, well, it's because you didn't trade with me at any of these junctures. And you actively said that I was a traitor. And I really wasn't. You knew that. And I was like, I don't, don't know what you're talking about. So there's some games where I'll play with my mom. Also, my mom, she doesn't know what's what. She took a permanent marker <laughs> and drew on the board itself where the sheep are. She drew sheep. Because she was like, I can't remember that sheet. <laughs> and I said, it's color coordinated. Like, you don't need to know. <laughs> Green is sheet. <laughs> and then for. You need to get the like primo sellers of Catan or whatever, the like premium version that has like little. Like, do they make them where they actually have little sheep as sheep? I'm not sure, but I'm sure there's a kid's version that I can get for her that have, <laughs> has like sheep on it. Um, I just. I remember that game. I was so... And she was like, Damon, it's your board game. I'm like, yeah. And you just drew all over it with permanent marker. <laughs> yes. No, you can't deface other people's stuff. That's why we... <laughs> like, I don't like lending out games. Because I don't know what structure they're going to come back oh. in. Did you pick it up and then turn it sideways? Because now all the cards are fucked. Now the, like, timer is, like, permanently stuck in, like, a 65-second loop. Like it's it's upright for a reason see i think this might be an only child thing because i'm also (laughs) like that 
But let me tell you, when I was young and I tried sharing my toys or something, they'd come back broken or they wouldn't come back. So I learned, yep. uh, no, like I took really good care of my things. My Game Boy, my red Game Boy Advance still works because I didn't let anyone touch that thing. <laughs> my um, berry colored Game Boy Color still works because <laughs> this is like even older. I had only two games. Only one of them was in color. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't play it color. Pokemon Yellow. Um, and I didn't let anyone touch that thing. I was like gingerly putting it down. I just bought a case for my Switch because I'm like, I don't want to put this into a purse and then have it just like scratched yeah. up. No, I agree. Everything is like, you lent out a book. It's not coming back the same way. 100%. Um, that's why I couldn't run a library because... When I worked at a library, the looks I would give people when they returned books, and I'm like, well, I gave this to you, and I know for a fact <laughs> it wasn't sticky when I gave it to you. <laughs> and it's like a Harley Quinn romance novel, and I go, I'm just going to sanitize my no! hands. Yeah. Oh, my no! God. No. It was so disgusting. Do you have to wear gloves with those things? Um, <clears throat> We should. It should be mandatory. Um. <laughs> I just use hand sanitizer, like, I, I... You have, like, a book-burning bin yeah. that's not for, like, books that have been banned. It's for books that are, like, a little too yeah. creamy. And I want to know why... Okay, so, in my little town library that we had, it was, like, a lot of children's books, a small teenage section, maybe two rows of, like, more adult, mature books... And then it was just shelves of Harley Quinn romance novels just going down. And I'm going, is it the librarian ordering these? Or do we get them sent to us? Like, why? We got three rows of Harley Quinn. (laughs) That's so funny because I was just talking to someone yesterday that just got a Amazon Kindle subscription. um, And you get like a hundred free titles or whatever when you get that. He said 98 of them are erotica (laughs) 98 of the top 100 free titles that you get like the top 100 books that are rented or whatever are erotica one is and then 99th is like the great gatsby and the 100th is like um like a thriller of some kind and you're like that really tells you the main demographic for the kindle (laughs) they know their audience it's like A hundred percent. 30 to 60 year old women that are like, oh, well, I've got a minute before bed. <laughs> Let me... Instead of touching my husband, I'll just touch this page. <laughs> well, it's not a page because it's Kindle. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. I'll touch this button. Just this button. Ugh. So you're never having a Kindle. <laughs> or your husband won't let you have a Kindle. <laughs> I just, I was, I was, and this person is like a guy. So there's no way he wants to read the 98 erotica novels. And he's probably already read the great Gatsby. So he's like, I don't think I'm going to pay for this subscription anymore. (laughs) I mean, hey, you know, they know their audience and that's how you keep them around. Um, How you keep them around. Get all those non, well, now you don't have pages to worry about too. So you can get hot and heavy without having to worry about the sticky pages afterwards you know what why do libraries even exist anymore 
okay <laughs> <laughs> you can't ask that because like that's a big trouble that's a, they're struggling they need people to come and use their services is this a hot topic <laughs> <laughs> check us out next week when we tackle libraries, <laughs> libraries. good or not good <laughs> Let me tell you, there would be a lot less sticky books out there. If we <laughs> well, no, but then they'd be stucky with like apple juice and like all little kids stuff. I feel like libraries are just a an, an extension of like daycare and like a, a cesspool of germs, but needed because kids should read. So let's get back to the topic of board games. Cause we, yeah, sorry, you're we right. We did derail there for a bit. Um <laughs> Do you, <laughs> have you ever had an experience where you were playing with someone and they were like a sore loser or they like completely flipped the table? Yes. I think about this probably every two weeks and it happened like 10 years ago. So I was playing Blackbeard, which is like a pirate game. Makes sense. Blackbeard. Yeah, 100%. Um, and there's a, th- sorry. A hundred percent. Makes sense. Pirate game. Blackbeard. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> And there's a, like, condition or something that your, like, characters can, or, like, people can get that's, like, scurvy. I am not doing a good job of explaining this. So, like, if you've played Blackbeard before, people listening, like, don't come for me. It was a long time ago. And I'm just thinking about the drama that ensued, not the actual card play. Um, You can get scurvy. And it means, like, to heal your people, you have to, like, sit out for a couple rounds or something. And so this one guy had all of these plans. He had like all of his ships out. He had all his ports ready and someone gave him scurvy. And we were sitting on the ground because back then you like don't have back pain. Um, Sitting on the ground. He got up, shoved the, the, the board and the place pieces and everything across the room and physically left the apartment he was gone for like 15 minutes this is mid-game this is not like the end there's one more round this is like he could come back and like figure stuff out no he had to physically get his whole body up off of the ground put his shoes on and leave because he was so upset how do you come back from that like do you how did he um, come back awkwardly yeah, i want to know how he came back awkwardly <laughs> He came back very quietly. <clears throat> he sat down with a light sigh. Um, <laughs> and he said, uh, <clears throat> let's get back going. <laughs> and you're just like, well, yeah, we've spent the last 15 minutes trying to re-put all of our fucking pieces around while we're sitting on the ground. I just like, it's made more ridiculous that we're not even at a table and chairs. We're all like hunched over like gremlins trying to move these stupid pieces across the table and he has an eruption and comes down. Oh, I think about it a lot. I mean, that is pretty intense. Um, I would be like, no, you ruined game night. <laughs> like, we're not playing. I t- yeah, it's really hard to come back from that. And it's just the element of like, people can get upset and like i've i obviously get upset with how competitive i am but like you don't like mess it up for everyone else and leave mm-hmm. like there that's the element that's like so selfish i feel like no it's very selfish um so i've had an experience where it has ruined a friendship um we were playing <gasps> monopoly this would be 
maybe my third year of university. So second or third year. Um, I was living with all girls and the girl in the basement, she loved playing Monopoly. And every time we played, it would get like a little heated. And she was bugging me this one day to play. And I said, no, I got like homework to do. I'm okay, thanks. And I told myself I wasn't going to play Monopoly anymore just because it was starting to get too much for me. And I didn't want it to ruin our friendship. And she goes, Monopoly Anonymous. <laughs> um, like I'm part of the 12 step program. Step six is saying no. Step six is saying no to Monopoly. Um, so she convinced me to play. Her boyfriend was like, oh, come on. Like, let's just play or whatever. Um, and I said, fine. Like, I didn't have a lot of work to do that day. So I was like, okay, whatever. We're not going to let it get out of hand this time. Well, <laughs> this was a game where I was clearly winning and she did get up um, just like your friend did except she was like this is bullshit I need to go have a cigarette um, we're gonna start over when I come back <laughs> and I'm like we're only like halfway through the game like you know she could come back like it's really not that big deal I was winning I owned like I think two sets of properties. I think I had the yellows and... Nice. What else? The reds, I think. The yellows are a good, good buy. So I did have a strip because I think I had the reds and the yellows. So it was like, it was going good for me. She had dark blues and oranges and stuff, but she was just doing all right. Anyways, when she came back, we started to put it away because we all agreed like it wasn't going to happen. Or we, no, what we ended up happening was we continued playing. We just continued playing because we said, this is enough. It's halfway through the game. We're just going to come back and play. So when she came back, she was confused as to why we weren't restarting. And she said, well, it's my game. We're going to restart or else no one's like going to play. And I was like, Sarah, I told you before. Oh, <laughs> not the name drop. <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> um, roommate, I told you before this happened. <laughs> Um, that we weren't going to let her get this far. And she was starting to yell and she was like, then get out. And I'm like, okay, I will leave. And then, so I started to leave and she was just like, and don't ever come back down here again. And because <laughs> it was like in a home that you all share. It's a home we all share. It was the basement. So there was nothing down there for me because, you know, it's just their rooms. They have their own kitchen and stuff. Well, I was like, this is it. This is the end of the friendship. Um, And so as I was like, we're both yelling at each other. And when I (laughs) went upstairs, my other roommate was like, what's going on? Did you you find out she was stealing my packages? Because at the time, her packages (laughs) were going missing and we didn't know who it was. And we assumed it was from outside the house. And I was like, no, yeah. we're not yelling about your packages. It's because she's a sore <laughs> loser. And I'm like, <laughs> there's like a real issue happening in the house. But instead of focusing on like someone's things being stolen yeah. and like money being lost, you're like, no, we are talking about Marvin Gardens <sighs> and her inability to pay for my rent. Exactly. Um so did you ever talk again like did you ever play again no it got worse jessica let me tell you (laughs) from that point on it was a full-out war so we actually found out she was stealing that roommate's package 
Mm-hmm. And the way we found out was, I think it was a week later from this incident. And, you know, she was like, hey, guys, like, this is the fifth package has been stolen. And I didn't like this girl Jeez. whatsoever, but I'm not going to steal your stuff. So I went down and helped look. I went through all the recycling and, like, the garbage and stuff. We didn't find anything. So we asked the other roommate who lived downstairs with her if she's seen anything and if we can come down and, like, look around the living room and stuff. And it was under the bathroom sink was some of, like, the dental stuff she, like, ordered. And then her room door was open because she had a cat at the time. So it was going in and out. Hmm. And it was right there, smack dab in the middle of the room, this camera lens that she ordered that was, like, like you know, <gasps> 300 and something dollars. And Oh, these aren't just, like, I'm stealing no, some toothpaste. No. This is, like, I'm stealing hundreds of dollars worth of things. So... We changed the locks because there was a door between the basement and, like, us. So we swapped the locks. She came home that night She because she would always come upstairs to, like, let her cat out through the sliding door. And when she found out that door was locked, she went around to all the doors in the house, banging, yelling, screaming. She's threatening to burn down the house. She had a mi- she had a no. machete that she used to keep under her pillow. She threatened uh, to like kill us all, whatever. Um, you told me about this person. Yeah, so this was all because of Monopoly. Uh, well, and the and the package stealing. <laughs> uh, but I think it's because of the Monopoly. And yeah, right, she called the cops on us because she thought she should have access to where we live. But I'm like, you don't need anything up here, like. There was the laundry, which I, like, get, but um, it was, like, he didn't need access to it all the time. So our landlord came over, and he was supposed to, like, do it. The cops came, and they said, don't let her up. Like, whatsoever. They said, don't let her up. She has, like, the... Interesting. Okay. Yeah, she has the machete. She called the cops on us again, <laughs> because we didn't let her up to do laundry. And I said, you need, we need either the landlord or police officer over if you want to come up and do laundry because you've threatened to burn down the house. You've threatened to like use your machete on us. The police have told us not to let you up. Um, Like we're not letting you up. But anyways, that's the monopoly story. Um, That's the worst monopoly story I've ever heard. Well, what can I say? Playing with me is a dangerous (laughs) game. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm a real estate magnate, and if you can't handle it, get out of the property. (laughs) Right? Exactly. That is wild. And that, like, that she wanted to restart. Monopoly games are, like, nine hours long. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Like, I've never finished a game of Monopoly because it just takes too long to actually finish everything. I think I've just always paused it as in, like, oh, I don't have what I need. We're done. You won. That's bananas. So, long story short, she ended up getting out of the house. Um, we like told, She lived there for, like, another six months or something. And she would do everything in her power. She would leave the shower on down there uh, 24 hours what? a day, running all the hot water. So, we had no hot water for a while until the other roommate down there would go shut it off. But she had buckets of, like, water down there. Um, she would blast her music like at the doors and stuff, which was hilarious because the one time she blasted her music for like an hour, she put the speaker right uh, by the door. So what we did to retaliate, because we were sick of it, uh, we put all our speakers on the vents in the house. So, and we blasted our music. And what she did was she recorded that and called the police on us. 
And when the police came, we like talked to them and explained what was going on. And there was already a record of what she has done. And so they were already mad because obviously this isn't an emergency. This isn't, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And they told her not to call the police again. Um, And like, we didn't get in trouble, obviously. Like we're just playing, we were retaliating to what she was doing to us. And then she was trying to throw water under the door. (laughs) Um, Just maybe. There's a lot wrong here. Maybe to like, I'm assuming to get us to slip and fall, obviously, but, like, yeah, it was... But then that's just, like, getting your landlord in trouble, really, because, like, like if there's an injury on the premises and it's because of, like, anything faulty or something, like, you could argue a lot of stuff. That's There's so many things wrong with this. I cannot believe that she then stayed for another six months just to, like, terrorize you all. Oh, she fully did. And we found out <laughs> she had a criminal record, too. She, um... <gasps> Which was in like insane, and then she put a sign on her front door that says "Don't steal my packages," which was just so funny, like, because um, she was stealing this girl's packages forever, like. So we were, and then she dumped all her cigarette butts because she was a smoker. So she was saving them up, and on her last day, she dumped them all in front of our door. So, uh, you know what? monopoly so don't play monopoly folks <laughs> folks if there is a life lesson here today it's don't play monopoly <laughs> with people you live with and people you want to have a relationship with <laughs> wild that yeah that that's bad sportsmanship at minimum yeah i remember the my one roommate she recorded like our yelling match when this was yeah. happening and when we played it back, we were like, this bitch is crazy. You know what, though? I will give it. She did apologize, um, I think, later that night. over <laughs> For which part? For the yelling and screaming over text. <laughs> okay. And I said, like, thanks for your apology, but, like, this has happened too many times now. Like, I don't think we should play anymore. And then she was like well my boyfriend's okay with it like when i yell and scream at him i said yeah but you're also sucking his dick so like (laughs) um and he chooses to be with you we live together and yeah i was like it's not okay to treat like anyone like the way you treated us when we played and it's just happened too many times so i don't like want to play anymore and i think it's okay if we just stay roommates but i don't think i want to like be friends but that was it that was the turning point she said i'm gonna make your life a living hell and like oh and just because you won't play monopoly with me exactly and that's literally how all this started it was so nuts i just can't i couldn't believe my family couldn't believe it um i got a security camera uh (laughs) it was too much this is like a mid-2000s like teen caper of a plot like it's the idea that like like this absurd thing happened for this absurd reason and then this huge revenge plot filled with these like elaborate mousetrap-esque like foils it's wild that's insane oh and we found out uh she got fired from her job and she was yelling and thought it was some bullshit reason well it turns out she was stealing from them from months of cash from the register from her job i'm shocked she was losing at monopoly yeah right? she could have just been stolen, <laughs> stealing from the bank the whole time she'll steal real money but when it comes to monopoly she was, she was pretty honest when it came to the bank <laughs> 
You're like, what does your chance card say? Oh, it says do not pass go. <laughs> like, that's a clear spot to lie. Oh, she chose her battles poorly. She really did. Um, she <laughs> she chose to suck at the game of life, so. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way she'd finish with a car filled with kids. <laughs> no, because child services would be called. <laughs> She's just playing Uno by herself right now. I'm sure she is somewhere in a prison cell. (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, seriously, like I don't know how. Like that's very when it comes to criminal record. Is it like three strikes you're out? Like how many Monopoly games you got to play until they throw you behind bars? (laughs) I well, yeah, and like when do you get community service for like (laughs) cutting a bitch for taking Park Place? You know, like. What are the levels? If someone took when is oh, it just a fine? If someone ever when's it a felony? Yeah, exactly. When when does this escalate to the next level? Um, what's petty theft in Monopoly? <laughs> is it like anything under five hundred? Like when do you go to claims court? I don't know. That's those are great questions. Those should be in the rules. If you get <laughs> caught cheating, what happens? <laughs> um, Families break up. I think. Yeah, and people threaten you with their machete, so you gotta be careful, because you don't know people until you play games with them. When you live with people, and when you play games with them, those are the top two experiences I want to say. That's how you get to know somebody. People will show you who they really are when you sit down for three hours and play something. A (laughs) hundred percent. Well... (laughs) On that note, I want to thank you so much, Jessica, for joining me today on Spill the Tea with Damon B. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. Um, and thank you for everyone who is listening. And hopefully I'll have you back sometime and we'll discuss another hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> thank you everyone for joining us today. Again, I'm your host, Damon B. And I hope you enjoyed Spilling the Tea with me.